Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us. As they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table, the story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. And welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy. I usually play Grayson Digby. My name is Aaron, and I am usually known as Brother Benedict. Is that what you said? <laughs> I said I am usually known as Brother Benedict. I thought you said your name was Arar. Yes, you just said Arar. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little you, you tired. You had a hard time pronouncing your own name at that time. It's, it's ten after one in the morning, so it's a little on the funny side. My name is Jordan, and I typically play the GM. I typically play the GM. I, I run the show, essentially. <laughs> A lot more this series than last series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terra Proximus, I was more of a facilitator. This one, I'm, I'm giving it a little bit more structure. Yeah. Uh, I'm Jeff, and I normally play Demetrius Norden. And I'm Johnny. I play Joris Glade, the hothead. Yeah, the mm-hmm. hothead. Luckily, you're still playing Joris Glade. Gosh. <laughs> you almost died again. You almost died in the first 15 minutes. You know what? Maybe I could have convinced Jordan that we could create a fairy character if I had died. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You would have had to know too much. I, I remember because when Aaron and I were first talking about him joining the game, uh, he's like, I want to make an, like, I think you said orc. Yeah, because I was wondering if it was... True fantasy versus based yeah. on yeah, he, where it was. He's like, I want to make an orc, an orc priest as my <laughs> character, and I'm like, that's yeah. great, but players only have access to humans at this point. Yeah, that's what uh, I said. So Joris died. Yeah, no, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you a fairy character. Then I would have to give you all sorts of information that I don't want to give you. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you know how Jordan is on his information. <laughs> I will have to... <laughs> so that that actually that affectation came around from my cats because uh, we clicker trained them. Oh, um, it's like bec- they were feral when we got them, and they wouldn't let us touch them. So the way that we got them to like us was we would make them touch us, like high fives and nose touches and stuff like that and when they did that we would click a button and then give them a treat eventually we just left the buttons to the side and started going like this to make the the same kind of sound as the button so now when when my wife and i when we do something that either of us like or if we're just happy with each other we could just go and <laughs> that sound just kind of rolled into the character <laughs> but yeah it's, it's going to be interesting to find out I mean, I don't know if you plan... Is there a background, a reason for that? Like, it's going to be crucial later on? I will tell you this. He cannot survive in oxygen. Oh. So... It's the mask. What he's wearing is actually a breathing apparatus. Okay. Right. Yeah, that was that was something really cool. Yeah, Adrian Mar. I'll give you a whole bunch of background on him. Uh, he came about because I was looking at Plague Doctors again. 
I like to look at plague doctors every once in a while because I find them irresistibly creepy. Um, yeah, they creepy. are very creepy. Um, so when I was working on coming up with the last season and ending and then rolling into this, this season, I was looking at plague doctor art. And so when I created the calendar event for the placeholder art, I used a plague doctor, yeah. which is really, was re- really creepy. And really, actually, not creepy. It was cool art. Really yeah, cool yeah, art. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just like, I liked the art so much that it, the picture actually inspired the character. Okay. Well, talking to Ada Renmar was so excruciating. Mm-hmm. So confusing. Hey. Oh my goodness. I rolled with it. We made this joke last series with Care Proximus. How it was so hard to talk to this one character. Burn Tail. tail. It was so hard to talk to that character. Aaron Marr. That was easy. It's like ten times that. I guess because I've read enough fiction with Faye and that you know, for me it's just like, eh, whatever. It's not a fairy. It was it was extremely confusing. I wanted to make a character I wanted to make him a character who did not speak English very well. Yeah, you did. And, (laughs) And also in my mind, he's a very timid character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his name is actually a, a Welsh phrase. Uh, it means <laughs> dead bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so he he's supposed to be very timid and, and everything like that. And that's one reason I asked for your hawk, if, because yeah. he was like, oh, oh, this looks like me, you know, with the with yeah. the beak. But yeah, I thought it was time to introduce some characters into the world. Um, that gave more complexity to the to the fairy realm. <laughs> oh yeah, it gave yeah. a whole much more complexity. Yeah, it's hard to follow at times. Yeah, so now we, we now that we we know there are two different courts. There's the mist court, and then there's the bay and chief. Two that we know of. Plus, we have some background with history that there may still be more out there. Yes. Right. That we just don't, have not made contact with any of them. Correct. That's possible. I, I guess I could write that in. <laughs> <laughs> We just know there used to be a lot more fate in the world. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, and then <clears throat> for some reason, King Hugh the Fourth decided that he was going to to separate the two churches, and it had to do with with some agreement he made with the Bevenci. Where the so the king, the current queen's father, that's right, made yes. an agreement with the Bevenci and split off from the Riemann Church. Yes. Yes. So the Riemann Church was the good guys. Guess who's At the good guy? was. Was. was and then it sounds like and, and it's still not even the Riemann Church sanctioned that's going on. These are people who are Riemann believers who are doing what they're doing, who have made a new agreement. Correct. And it sounds like the but, Queen has decided agreement. No, get away. And correct. Is now, so it's sort of like uh, the two sides of the church are flip flopping. Yeah. Do, do we know, did Dinsham uh, have a blessing from the Riemann figurehead? He had a priest. Uh, he had a priest and King Carlo? Yeah. King Carlo. Okay, Fiduria. so yes, yeah, they, they did, and they knew what he was doing. So. Yes. So yeah, we can assume that he had the Riemann blessing at the time. Yeah. I'm enjoying the complexity of this world. It's, it's getting deeper than I ever expected it to. <laughs> yeah. How long ago did the Queen's father die? It may be important. Then why are you asking me out of game? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say 30 years. 
I mean, the Queen of... Five years. Queen Elizabeth had a, a monstrously long reign. She yes. was, I think before Queen Elizabeth II, she was the longest reigning yeah, monarch so. in... No, Queen Victoria. Victoria had a very long reign. Victoria well. did too, but I think Elizabeth was longer. I finally figured out what you were asking me. Why am I... It might be important to my character's backstory. That's why I'm asking, because the backstory's already written in... It, it, it was at least a couple of decades ago. I'll okay. have to do some more thought on it. Okay. I don't know if you, you Jordan, you read... Because Jordan did the same thing, sort of, that he did with Terra Proxima, said when we decided to do Season 2, said, okay, take a look at your goals and beliefs and change what you think needs to change. So I did that for Grayson for this. And one of the things that I put down as the beliefs, which is now... <laughs> I don't know if you read that and chuckled because I'm sure you had some of this planned already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was that it's like, okay, the Angelan church may not be perfect, may not even be divinely sanctioned, but at least it's not pure evil. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had I had my notes written up at that point. <laughs> it's like, well, um yeah. So that especially sent your character's head for a spin. Yeah. 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 And I, I I love twisting the knife like that a little bit. So, yeah. So it was hard for me as a player to grasp the information that was being thrown, and then Grayson, Grayson was just with all that information being thrown up. That's not his element. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he was just like, um, what what's going on? This it is sounds the, ridiculous. The, so far, figured out so I can do something. So far this this season, it's just kind of the way that I'm pushing it. It feels like it. Season one was, if you guys were, are like points on the compass, it's like the compass was swinging in Demetrius and Grayson's favor. And this time around, it seems like it's swinging more in Benedict and Joris's favor. Well, from the first session, yeah. Yeah, from mm -hmm. the first session. <laughs> as far as Joris, like all the information, all, all the biggest thing Joris got from this was a reiteration that the queen can do no wrong. Yeah. Yeah. As soon yeah. as she found out that there was something wrong going on, she put a stop to it. Do you believe that the queen can do no wrong or that the crown can do no wrong? The queen can do no wrong. Okay. Yeah. It, it, there was a big distinction made in the game today. Between, the queen, between the queen and, and the, the crown. crown. Correct. And which, yeah, that was bothering me outside of character the entire night. I was like, they keep talking about the queen and then they keep talking about the crown and they aren't saying that they're the same thing. Right. But and from, it was like really bothering from me. the information that was thrown out, at least even from Grayson's point of view, caught on to that. It was like, oh, there is a difference between the queen and the crown. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like the best interest of everybody is to make sure the queen is the crown. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah. And, and, and that's, that's entirely George's attitude towards this group is like, you all care about the queen. Right. Yeah. In the context of royalty, the crown supersedes the ruler. In Correct, the, yes. Yeah, and, and the, just like here in the United States, the office of the presidency is not defined by the person to right. a certain extent. Right. Correct. Of course, that seems like some people are trying to change that idea. But, you know, it, it's it's all about there has to be a continuation. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so Liveridge is looking at the need for continuation and to keep the country stable. Correct. Whereas Joris is very much focused on queen and country. Yes. Joris's glaive is almost the 
James Bond of his era. <laughs> in that he wants the, yeah. to protect the queen. I yes. could see that. Yeah. I mean, just so far hasn't done anything James like, Bondish. Isn't that James Bond from, uh, what was Skyfall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of James Bond. <laughs> Waits until the very end and then maybe kicks some butt. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought Skyfall was a good movie. I think I think Spectre and Quantum of Solace were both mediocre movies. Quantum of Solace definitely was mediocre. I don't remember that one. Exactly. Exactly. Who does? The only thing I remember about that at the was at the end when they're fighting and everything blows up. Yeah. Was that the one with the new the new opening song from the guy? No, that was no. the one with the opening song from Jack White and Alicia Keys. Because there was one that was a... There was the second one with um, Daniel Craig. Craig. Daniel Craig. But anyway, this is not the James Bond podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Although we could do an entire podcast. A series about James Bond. Back to this. Yes. Um, George is all about Queen. Yes. Yeah, and he's willing to pretty much go to war with anybody. Even someone who's just trying to do his damn job. You with know, 50,000 people backing him I didn't have a problem doing up. his job. It was the fact that he wouldn't let me go to my room. I'm sorry, but you're not a, a, always going to be able to go to your happy little place. Well, yes, I am. But this is Johnny coming through in his character. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't like that they weren't polite about anything. Right. Well, yeah. okay. well the first thing they do is lock us in our room. Yeah, which, you know, is very distasteful. Security. When they just came and said they want... The, the Lord wanted to talk to me. Sure. I came perfectly well. See, we were fine with. I was fine with the guards outside, but yeah. locking the door and having guards outside—that's just like yeah, exactly. Yeah, they act like we were gonna pick it the lock like, and try to break away. Yeah, <laughs> it, it felt like Jordan. To be honest, it felt like you were getting frustrated with our characters. Yes, <laughs> yes. always being in different places. Well. It felt like you were getting frustrated with our characters because you wanted to further the story. But at the same time, there are a couple of us, mainly myself and Johnny, that wanted to play our characters yeah. as our characters yes. rather than metagame and be like, oh, okay, this is the next yeah, I mean, story plot. Yeah, I, I mean, we did not get anywhere near as far as I wanted to tonight. <laughs> and my thinking on that was, and this comes back down to the way I rewrote one of my beliefs yeah. or goals. Is that you want to be seen as seen, your own class? Yeah, to uh, oh. Grayson wants to be respected and seen by nobility as a class of his own. Yeah, he's not nobility, but he's not a commoner. He is. Oh, this you got to deal with this guy differently. Yeah, because he doesn't fit any category. So that's sort of how I was playing Grayson sure. tonight. It's like, well, yes, he needs to go to this obviously because this is how the story is going to continue. He's going to go on his own terms. And... Yeah, see, the my original intention was for them to question you some more and then release you. And then have them, like, like you go back to Demetrius's shop to, like, regroup. Have Adrian Mar meet you at his shop. And then... We <laughs> just totally scratched that. <laughs> then... No, Jordan messed that up. Because, you know, once you showed up, you had to wait forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, oh my god. It, I it, Grayson sort of messed it up. By yes, not, Grayson did. But... By not showing up originally. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, that is the Grayson thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wanted the character to of Adrian to be introduced like after a big chase scene or something like that, something really exciting. 
Instead, you, you <laughs> caught him cowering in a closet. <laughs> it was it was more of like like we, we did catch him red-handed console so. like RPG games where you have to search every corner of every room to, mm-hmm. to yeah. find something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first I was like, well, maybe they'll just leave the. No, that's boring. So we'll throw them in here. So. But, you know, I heard that, that clicking noise and... <laughs> Assumed it was gears clicking. Or... Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that you would do that until you said it. I'm like, oh. I heard clicking noise, robots clicking. <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, the automaton was kind of played out, you know? Yes, but it's only been three days since the last one we fought. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> like the mirrors, it's... Yeah, gonna, gonna stick with us for a while. Yep, forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever. To be honest, forever. Race is never gonna let go of theirs. Oh my goodness! Let's go ahead and talk about role playing because you did bring that up uh, and yeah. everything like that. Um, go ahead, everybody. Uh, ten, ten experience points for me. And now Only that we ten. Well, we've determined that in addition to increasing your skills, um, you can increase. Like the number of magic spells you know by using to yeah, and that's something we talked about before we started. Yeah. So I know Johnny and I uh, both added our magic characters. We added a few. I mean, I added a few. One of which I know I'm never going to get to use anytime soon because we talked about the the magic is just ridiculously hard to use. Yeah. There is something on there, and you probably heard us talk about it in game once. There's one command, one magic spell, still mind, and the target number is just flat out forty three. Yeah, which is like beyond. It's like twelve points above heroic. I once read a. Yes. a what does it do? What is what is the effective stuff? Uh, still mind. Good. Go ahead and read it, Johnny. Oh, we gotta find it first. It's here. perfect for Grayson's character. Yeah, perfect. Just just as an aside, I heard um, a rumor once that the guys who created mini six just randomly assigned numbers to the spells they didn't they didn't build them out in a any kind of logical fashion so that to me that's something that uh, hopefully they'll address in the second edition that they're working on let's see uh still mine the sorcerer is protected from all spells that influence detect or read emotions and thoughts that's pretty good yeah that's (laughs) that's a good choice (laughs) also though i in fairness i can see why that would be hard to yeah, yeah I can see why it'd be hard, but forty-three, my goodness. Right. Yeah. Well, we commented on I had nine dice for something else, I mean, and still missed forty-three. Yeah, I think I, I think the things that I would adjust in mini six if I were was writing the uh, second edition is change up the magic system so that it's a little bit more, more easier to understand, and also change the scaling. Yeah. Scaling, we talked about that too when Johnny was trying to use magic. Yeah. To scale himself down to the size of a mouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but standard animals. I would imagine that an elephant would be a larger scale than a human. I would too. But, but standard animals, it's, I don't understand why they don't have a negative on that either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm it's a Who ever shrinks them? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> they, they didn't put negatives because they're thinking. Why would you ever shrink yourself? You're in combat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that when you're a lot of a lot of role playing systems are all about the combat. Mm-hmm. Right. And honestly, we do have some combat in our system, but I feel like we're more, we're a more role playing. I think we game. have a good mix. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight, not so much. Not so well, much. Not so much tonight. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. like, it, as a as a whole, because like we have nights where it's all combat. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah last correct. last sessions was all yeah, combat. Mm-hmm. pretty much. So I think as a we have as a whole we have a good mix. Yeah. So yeah, it's just tough to to work around sometimes. Yeah. But so who do you think had the best role playing this evening out of the four player characters? Money's on Demetrius. Who what? <laughs> for, for the speech at his master's funeral. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was that was that was actually that was a really good speech. speech yeah, <laughs> I thought the funeral was a great way to open. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. I, I, I. We're getting away from what we said. We're going to talk about, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I really like. It felt like a, a season season opener. Yeah, where yeah. it was like, okay, this is a few days later, and the characters have been off doing their own things, and now they're getting back together. Yeah, yeah, it felt like a sequel to something. Yes. yes. So, yes. <laughs> so Demetrius has has uh, Aaron's vote, and I've got to switch you back into your normal human names. <laughs> <sighs> that scene was very good, even though it caused this huge run around Johnny's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Johnny's scene was was with the with captain the of the guard was pretty good. It was. I agree with that because it it showed where his character's state of mind was at the at the time because he was like. I don't trust anyone that's in this palace. Yeah. The only guys, the only people I trust right now yeah. are the people that were with and me. And back it up yeah. even before then when he was talking to... Liver, Lord... Liver or something? Yeah, Liver. Liver. Liverworth. Liverage. Or Liverwurst. Oh, Liver Sandwich. <laughs> yeah, li- Liverage was not Liverage. the best. Yeah. Again, it's it was a name I pulled off of yeah. Elizabethan name. Okay. Sheet, yes, so. but even in that, when all of us were in the room, Grayson was uh, invisible. Was invisible. The way you role played it, I could see the gears turning in in your head, trying to figure mm-hmm. out who was who, who was, was trustworthy. Who was trustworthy? And it was actually surprising that you I, had a chance to throw Grayson under the bus. Oh. Did he? Yeah. You had, you had a chance to throw I totally expected it to You happen. know why he didn't? Because Grayson said, let's go for the queen. I went to the captain of the guard, and the captain of the guard betrayed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you when Liverich said, Walsham had told you to keep tabs on somebody, I was like, oh, crap. Grayson's get thrown on the bus. He's here. He's not going to be able to defend himself. This is going to be very awkward for the rest of the session. <laughs> but you did, didn't throw him under the bus. And I was like, ooh. Okay, because I can see gears turning. That I can yeah. trust you. Yeah, yeah. As, at least as far as the queen is concerned. So <laughs> those two maniacal. scenes combined, even though Jeff, your scene, the opening scene at the the funeral was, I think it was very good. Um, those two scenes combined, the captain of the guard and Liverich, I'm gonna say Johnny had the best role playing. I agree. My vote's for Johnny as well. Cool. So it looks like Johnny got the point. Mm-hmm. Unless he's going to vote for Jeff and then or Jeff, <laughs> vote for Jeff or yeah. If you vote for Jeff, then Jordan has to do a tiebreaker. I I had a lot of fun with with Benedict's. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can talk about that one because yeah, I think that that also. one's going to have more effect on the next category. Yeah, yeah. rather than yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What's the next category. The next Ooh. category. Is, uh, <laughs> Character development, I would definitely say Benedict. Yes. Yeah. 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 Advances the character the most, definitely Benedict. Grayson didn't do anything to advance his <laughs> character. He, he took a step back because of the information that he could not Couldn't cope with. <laughs> and I think this is where I was struggling with the Benedict roleplay versus 
trying to play Benedict as he has been created, as he, as he has been developed. Yeah. Versus where I want Benedict to de- to develop into. <laughs> yeah, because we've we've had a talk before where it, the idea is that you meant him to be someone who is a little socially inept, mm-hmm. but not stupid. Correct. I mean, and, I, I, I got a I got three D in wit. Right. I mean, I'm not yeah. like an you're idiot. not you're not an idiot. But the way that the way that he's developed is that he's almost kind of... Duncey. Uh, yeah, yeah, a dunce. Or so you're not he's naive just... to a fault. Yes, yes. And to be honest, that's how everyone else around him would perceive, perceive him, him. Yeah. to begin with, which I think showed in season one, because mm-hmm. everybody else responded to him to, that way. It's like, oh, we're saying yeah. things that everybody else on Earth should know, yeah. but this guy doesn't know well, it. Well, yeah, he's okay. been living in a... For ten yeah. years, but at the same time, like in tonight's episode, it you showed that you're not an idiot because, you know, you you understood what the Faye was talking about a lot of times. <laughs> yes, and I think even some of that is because Benedict, I think, is drawn to this timid, fearful yeah. creature out you of can, his you element. Can communicate with him. Yes, and I think that that really, <clears throat> but you know, it showed that a, a connection. There. It showed that you're not the idiot that people think you might be. Right. Yeah. Point. Yeah. <laughs> that conversation with with uh, Brother Cat Bale was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely interesting. It's like went, oh. <laughs> went places I wasn't sure how to. Trying not to make it, you know, a big theological deep discussion. Yeah. But it, at times it was tough not to have a big theological <laughs> deep discussion. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's just part of the character. It, it is. I mean. Right. Yeah, um, I mean, all four of us, all five of us, there's five of us, five, but all five of us are people of faith, so, yes. mm-hmm. so that's something that's very important to us, and we all know quite a bit about our own particular beliefs and everything like that. Right, right. So, yeah, it's going to affect, and if you have a character that's going to do that, then, you know, you kind of have to bring in personal knowledge to fill in the gaps. Correct. So... <laughs> Yeah, and also Brother Cadfael, I will mention, is an homage to the character played by Derek Jacoby on the Brother Cadfael TV series uh, hmm. that was put out by the BBC. Um, it was also based off of, the Brother Brother Cadfael is, is based off of a series of novels written by Ellis Peters. So if you want to check out some mystery novels set in Crusader era England, they're pretty good pretty good uh, set of novels there's like 20 of them well yeah hmm. before we do the next point category yeah can we talk about what happened there at the end at the theater yes a little bit because i want to get what people thought we took we sort of talked about it just a little bit yeah where jordan decided to throw in oh you see valentine and that got really weird it yeah. got extremely. That got weird. Like I said, really my my first thought was weird. it was infiltrator from the uh, fairy. Right, like it's taking over his mind. Yeah. Or... Well, yeah, you taking over his mind or cooking over like just replicated his body. But then, uh, what's his name said? No, he's human. Yeah, that uh, I totally expected it to be. Oh, this is going to be one of like that. I, I totally expected it's like oh. That's the place we're staying, and that's just a persona that one of the fairies have taken to yeah. mm-hmm. mask themselves, and it's why we're safe there is because it's oh, it's somebody that's recognizable, and no one's gonna think twice. But that that got really mm-hmm. his mind was wiped, really oh. weird. So Johnny thinks his mind is wiped. 
I honestly thought at the beginning when we first saw him and he didn't recognize us, I thought that it was he was being possessed by uh, his friend that he had killed. Yeah, he, yeah. Had, he had murdered him. Yeah, he murdered him. Uh, yeah. And Valentine had seen him a couple of times Thanks. throughout the story. <laughs> yeah. In mirrors, yeah. of all things. So I honestly thought that it was possession. Like, he completely took over his body and was like, oh, I'm Valentine now, so who are you? Sort of deal. So you're, you're thinking, like, the recent Spider-Man run where Dr. Octopus took over Peter Parker's body. Yeah, like that. But then again, maybe he, his brain just broke and he lost yeah, and his memory. I thought he had just kind of moved on and didn't care anymore, you know? Well, like, it's, I thought it's, it was, that's what my initial thought was, and that's then, why I said Grayson's just going to give him a nod, and then Jordan said he just kind of looks at you puzzled. And I was like, okay. And then, honestly, <laughs> me as a player, I was like, all right, finally. Now Grayson is back into his element. So he went up and gave him a fake name just to figure out, to get some yeah, inf- yeah. information out of him without giving any information about himself or what he was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, no one made any rolls on that. He didn't bother me. Well, th- and that's another thing. I immediately was thinking, oh, Johnny can see magic aura and see if there's any magic going. But then I was like, Grayson doesn't even know that Johnny can, that Gla- uh, Joris. Joris can do that. No. You no. do know I know <laughs> magic, but <laughs> nope, he doesn't know. That's what he can do. <laughs> so Grayson can't really say anything. <laughs> right. Well, and Demetrius oh, was going to go up and confront him about dipping out in <laughs> the middle of the what everything was yeah. going on. And then... When was the last time we saw him? When we were saving Dinchums? No, it was... Uh, uh, the, the Automaton. The Automaton. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we fought the Automaton and then we were headed... We are going to the palace. To the palace. Yeah, yeah. And and the palace session of last season. Yeah. So a little behind-the-game disclosure, uh, Mike had to move. Um, he's still in the area, but he, he had to move, and it, it, his time is being taken up by that, and and so he's not able to join us again. He might be able to join us for some one-shots and stuff, but at this point he's a little too busy to jump back in, which we wish him the best, but um, I, I couldn't miss the opportunity to, to use another his character to, to <laughs> ensure some more mystery into the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely so that was, that was really weird. Demetrius was just going to confront him, but then he heard that conversation that Grayson, Grayson was having with him and was like, yeah, that's not him. That's, <laughs> he's not there anymore. Don't know who that is, but that's not him. <laughs> uh, that is very interesting, isn't it? When you say something is interesting. It means you're coming up with some kind of monster for us to kill. Get killed by rather monster okay. or throw somebody's backstory in and backstab them with their own backstory. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. just as a recommendation for anybody who wants to learn where I got a lot of my GMing style, look up a book called Play Dirty uh, by by uh, ooh, what's his name John Wick. John Wick and his his dirty yes, GM John Wick. <laughs> oh. Just like the movies, <laughs> who plays dirty? Yeah. Yeah, no, he was pretty fair. He, he shot him straight in the face. <laughs> I still haven't seen those movies. Either. Fantastic the first films. One. Uh, the first one was great. Both of them were fantastic. And beautifully done. <laughs> food. Food. Yes, food. Food. Oh my gosh, there was so much good food. It was some really good food. That, that, I tell you what, that Cajun trail mix. 
<laughs> it was pretty good. Didn't measure up to the buffalo chicken. No, no, it didn't. It's just what I had. Yeah. I've been like, a little bit back. I've been weeks. out of out of town for like the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. So and I got back into town literally just in time to grab my character sheet and hit the road again to make it up here for this session. So it's like Oh, I've been on the road. What have I been eating in the car? Oh, this trail mix. This is what I'm going to bring with me tonight. <laughs> Sometimes you yeah. just have those those times. It's like right now. It's uh, we're in the the low dip of the pay period. So my wife and I were looking through the fridge, saying, "Do we have enough to get through this so we can afford what we actually need, or do we need to go get some food?" So I know that feeling. It wasn't like any. Uh, Press roll cheesecake and blueberries. Oh I was gonna plan on bringing that. That's what you like. No, I couldn't. It was, it was just whatever was in the car. So Johnny brought this homemade buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, it was homemade buffalo chicken dip that was really so fantastic. Good. And then Jeff brought these ham sandwiches. Cheese. Sandwiches. Ham and Swiss with whole grain mustard mm. on Hawaiian King's Hawaiian rolls. What was the um the the herb that you put on top of it? So on top of it, I threw butter, dusted it with a little bit of garlic powder, dusted it with a little bit of uh rosemary, rosemary powder, ground rosemary, and then a little bit of cilantro. Those were to kit die for. They were really good. <laughs> Those were very good. And and then Aaron brought a meat and cheese a platter. meat and cheese platter, which mm-hmm. is a very good you can never go wrong standard. With yeah. <laughs> Solid choice. One of the fastest things to pick up at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I made mint tea, which was really tasty. It, it was, was very tasty. tasty. I don't get up for it. <laughs> and you do. Remember we established that if you get the vote, you just get to give the character more. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I have had that happen before. <laughs> I can't even remember what that I don't was. Know what, what, what it was tasty. I don't know. So we would have to listen to the commentary <laughs> episodes for that? Yeah, we would. There's a whole nother 12 hours. Gosh, we listened to that much. Yeah, if you gotta think, we had two. Uh, we drove forty-two hours. We drove to Techno forty-four no, hours. We drove to Texas and then a few days later back, and we listened to all of the Terra Proximus play episodes mm-hmm. back to back to back to back. <laughs> and that was to back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> that was close to back, sixty back, back, episodes. Back, back. Well, it was sixty. It's sixty-five episodes yeah. with commentary. Mm-hmm. So you subtract the commentary from that. And, yeah, and we were... and it took forty-four hours to do. Anyways, who gets the food point? Uh, even my wife liked the buffalo crap. Mm-hmm. The buffalo dips. Mm-hmm. My vote. Have a little buffalo. It was very delicious. If you if you hadn't brought those to match, I know the buffalo. I know the bread. The sandwiches were so good though. They're like I don't I know hate, which one I like better. I hit like five of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. Like good. There's some more because I'm like, yeah, there's there's so, a couple. Okay, mm. there might be. Depends on who gets out the door first. <laughs> well, I'm trapped in. The so back. do I get the point? Or yeah, you get the point. Yeah. All right. I thought of that while half asleep on my feet. Yes, he did. It's pretty impressive. He literally could not grab the sh- cheese off the wire rack. <laughs> like, my hand was at the cheese and I was hitting it, but... It, <laughs> he couldn't grab my it. My hand wouldn't... My brain wouldn't tell my hand to close around it. I, I think this season opener pulled in some of this stuff from the very last part of the session that was kind of niggling, like the, the magic sphere. 
that that you that mm-hmm. you saw the outline up, yeah, um, and stuff like that. I I felt like I had to continue on with it, and I had to be honest to the questions that the ending brought up, like yeah. what's going on with this kid, this creepy kid. I think I knew that didn't that Walsham was working with other Faye. I think I knew that. That about, was an interesting development. Yes. I, was, uh, I knew about that about halfway through last season. I knew that he had been working with them since then. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. And that it just all. never no. came up. I wasn't really expecting it. But then it su- turned out to be. It didn't surprise Faye. me one bit. Yeah, that, 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 that part threw me for a loop. I was like, what? That, that was a new development tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you just were like, eh, I'll make him happy. Why not? That's how I GM, though. It's <laughs> like. You asked me a question, was it this? Well, that's interesting, yes. <laughs> that's why I have so many damn problems keeping all the details straight, because I never write these down, and I just say whatever comes to mind. <laughs> if only we could record it so you could listen back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Even listening back to it. It's like, oh, i got to make a note of that when I'm driving. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks very much for making the trip all the way up here to where I live. About an hour north of where Jeff and Johnny and Jeremy live. Until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported License. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.